Live from the Morongo Casino Studios, it's the Heidi and Frank Show on 95.5 KLOS and KLOS HD1. Los Angeles. Frank Show, about an 8 o'clock hour, the hour where you're going to get your first shot at the KLOS $100,000 name game. $8,800 for grabs. Looking still for that uh, sea creature with a two-word name and its title. Uh, The last two guesses were Rock, Shark, and Stupid Bass. Yes, that's what someone said at 5 p.m. yesterday. That's the uh, the audience you want to get a hold of, their advertisers. Hmm. And you're listening to Kevin and Sluggo in the afternoon. The stupid basses. <laughs> <laughs> Both those were incorrect, so we'll give you a chance at some point during the 8 o'clock hour. But we do have a special guest today. He called in last week to promote the show at Saban Theater. Uh, it's uh, Mark Thompson. Let's get him in here. His uh, book drops today, Don't Bump the Record Kid, My Adventures with Mark and Brian. If you want to purchase this book, myadventureswithmarkandbrian.com. Mm. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see ya. Good to be seen. How was the big show on Saturday? Oh, my God. Um, Still feeling it? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I've, I've heard actors say, who came from theater, a lot do. Good morning, Heidi. Good morning, Mark. Um they they come from theater they come from the stage and they come out to hollywood they do movies they do television and then they kind of go back to the theater and the stage and i i I thought that's kind of weird it seems to me because if you do a film or it, it lives forever the stage is that moment the stage is an amazing place and i've felt moments of this but nothing like i felt saturday night um sometimes the magic that's happening on a stage transcends to the room and it began when we showed this brilliant video produced by Allison Eastwood about the animals that she's rescuing and there was an emotion that took place uh, and it didn't go away it lasted the rest of the night and it was one of those vibrating moving breathing beasts that you can't explain it. You have to, and, and it wouldn't have, a lot of people would think, well, you should have filmed it. It doesn't, it, you could watch it, but it wouldn't be what it was. It's about it, energy. It is, it's and it, feeling, it, yeah. it was shared by 2,000 people. Wow. It was a moment I am still vibrating from it. Mm-hmm. So I can it, tell. Look at your hair. Yeah, I mean, no, th- it's this like happens every, straight up. This happens every day, and I didn't even take the top down. It's just that's just what happens. Yeah, it's just this. <laughs> you put stuff on it, goes right back up. No, no, no. This is there's no help in this thing. No, it's uh, yeah. You uh, you called about that 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 show you had at Saban, and you had the very special guest, the Mormon that shall go unnamed. But now, of course, everybody knows who's showed up. Donnie Osmond, right? Donnie was came, came from his <laughs> residency yeah. in Vegas look, to come look, and support this look, cause. That's that's part of it, and and uh, I should say this: none of the stars asked to be paid and weren't. Mm. Donnie Osmond took it a step further. He brought not only the dancers, all eight. He brought his entire tech crew their stems which is a computer thing he brought basically his act from vegas at his expense wow and he did 30 minutes of his show and brought the freaking house down what a good man and then you know i we rehearsed it i was told you know say this to donnie and donnie about it and leave and so I, i i started it and donnie goes wait a minute and i'm i'm staring at him and he 
he said, I just wanted you to know, I don't know that I've run into somebody of your situation that is doing such a wonderful thing that you're doing. And I tell you that that's why when you call, I'm here and I will always be here. And I had tears flowing in the front row did and Donnie did. And and it's just weird. I I don't like hugging Mormons. Those the amount of people that you became in contact with by doing the Mark and Brian show and and you guys always like being so accessible and that's one of the great things that's so great about you accessible to your audience and then you like you talk to presidents and you actually have you know your callers call in and it was like there was there was just that that level and I think that with Heidi and myself you know coming up and looking at you guys and seeing that connection that you had with your audience and also being able to sit down with uh, you know with, with some great artists and treat them like regular people and that comes across and that's why you have the Donnies and the Dwights and the John Waits and everybody else who are always going to be there for you uh, and that, that says a lot about your character and so I, I, and you I, are doing great work so I think congratulations on all your success thank you Frank and I think there's truth in that in that for the end of the evening we had this big uh, closer Donny Osmond agreed to sing Closer to Home by Grand Funk because that was our big closer and I wanted to sit down in front of the audience and tell them, and I did. I told them, I said, yeah, I fell in love with radio when I was a kid, um, listening to it every night because I couldn't sleep. And that's when I fell in love with the, the tonality of the jock and the needle going on the record. And it was those moments where it became my life's work. And I said, as I moved through my career, Um, As I experienced success when I was here at KLOS in Los Angeles, had it not been for you, I would have had nothing. Hmm. What it is that I fell in love with, I loved it. But it never dawned on me that we and what we did and what you guys do. It's one thing to have a giggle when you're driving to work. But I had a guy approach me at the Orange County Fair once after a, a, an autograph signing session and he had tears in his eyes and he said, uh, he said, I've listened to you guys since the beginning and I've always enjoyed you. Last year, my mother got cancer and each day I would drive to the hospital and hold her hand on chemo day or comb her head where hair used to be until she left me. And during that year, as I drove to the hospital, the only smile I got was you guys and i wanted you to know that i never realized that we could be there all of us with what we Uh do and be there for people when they need it and that was what was flowing through that room that night it was a connection and i've never experienced at that level and i will never ever lose it it's just what it is this that we do people who are like-minded the same heart obviously because that's why they're there we're all people we're all you know we can be a big superstar on the radio a big superstar actor but we're human beings and we all deal with the same crap how do you bury the people that raised you all of these things that you go through Mm. it's life it's human and when we connect on that level nobody's a star we're just people and that's what happened saturday night and and there's no no stopping that. And if you're one of the lucky ones who actually got to attend, uh, th- thank you for going. Because like I said, all the proceeds from that night and the proceeds from your book go to the Eastwood Ranch Foundation. 100%. One, every penny. 
after the pro, uh, after we pay all the bills of all the crap we're doing, uh, the proceeds go to the uh, Rescue Foundation by Allison Eastwood. What she basically does, her heart's in the right place, and that's why I immediately connected to her. Uh, we'll be funny in just a second. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> she... Uh, she she get Don on the phone. I got Don. Hey, Sorry, Franklin, I called up. the audience up for twenty two years now. They're still waiting. Uh, I think I'll just insert this right in the middle of this. Uh, my question is this, and I don't need it answered. Why do people wear masks when they're alone driving in their car? <laughs> Mark, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I no, yeah. I, I, there's no answer. You can't. You could walk right up to him and say, "What are you doing?" Right. But anyway, uh. Allison literally was so moved by what was happening with these kill shelter she would go in and she would say every single dog and cat that's scheduled to be put down tomorrow i want them Mm-hmm. And she basically, she and her volunteers take them into their homes. She's trying to build a facility, a building, where these animals can be taken. Uh, they get veterinary care, food, water, a warm place to sleep. And we're trying to train the public. If you want an animal, come here. Come yeah. here. You right. find one that you like. So everything that we're, we're, we're making is going to that. And if we ever get that building up, no. When we when? get the, we're going. We're all going to be there because we did it. it. We're a part of it. We, we bought that door or whatever it is, but we're going to be there. It, we're doing, look, the unconditional love I have gotten from all of my animals, I can't pay it oh. back. I cannot. They made life worth living. Who in this room can go home after being gone for 10 hours and you're greeted with smiles and licks? <laughs> oh They're so gosh. glad you're there. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this guy. Heidi showing her dog. Which woman is that? What's the name of that one? This that- is Sophia. She's a, she's a rescue. Sophia, sweetie, the tongue goes to the other side. <laughs> she, she, uh, she dresses to the left. <laughs> That's it. That's it right there. And so in the, in the memory and the warmth of all of my animals, beginning with Tippy, the Cocker Spaniel who followed me everywhere. I had a dog named Tippy growing up, too. Yeah. It was like a bird dog. It was a common dog name back then, right? Tippy? Was that your first dog? What was your Wasn't first animal? Wasn't it like Tippy name? Canoe v- and Tippy. something? That was Tippy. Okay. Tippy, the very first one, and I've had many. So in their memory, I do this. Uh, the book is out today. We have a few hardcovers left. We did a, a pre-sale. We sold them out. Uh, but there was an overage when that printer gets going. If there's still paper, it keeps printing. So we got a couple of hundred. Also, the soft cover. The most affordable is the ebook. Seven dollars for the ebook. The big one is uh, the the audio book. This is a book about a radio show of a guy who was a part of it. So I narrate it. We scored it with music. Wow. And we dropped clips of the Mark and Brian program in the audiobook. And we have a that clip. That is awesome. Oh, you do? We have it. We brought a clip, if you have it. Um, All right. I wanted to pick one that you guys could relate to, but it it basically shows there's a little bit of a music score and there's a clip from the Mark and Brian program. I thought this is something. The morning that Stevie Nicks visited the program, no oh, wow. one could have known the drama that would show itself. 
And then that drama wound up being the catalyst for one of the most moving musical performances I've ever heard. Here it is. Stevie and Lindsay Buckingham were going to be on the show and were scheduled to perform, so we heavily promoted it. Lindsay had been on the show many times, making him a friend of the show. The morning of their appearance, Stevie was the first to arrive. They were scheduled for a 9 a.m. appearance, and Stevie got there at 7. She was taken into the green room, which has one door with a small window. She requested the window be covered up, so Priva, our switchboarder, did as requested. This may have been a precursor to that don't look at me thing and a warning of what was to come that morning. Lindsay arrived around 8 and began warming up on his guitar, which was amazing to watch. We then received word that Stevie had decided she wasn't going to sing. Uh-oh. Drama had now raised its unwelcome head. <laughs> Upon hearing that, Lindsay promptly placed his guitar back on its stand. You could tell he had been through this routine with her before. We were now approaching airtime, and Stevie was being escorted from the green room to our control room. A guy named Tito, who ran our syndication system, was a bit of a hippie. He was quietly waiting in the wings as Stevie walked by him. Tito gently offered her a small bag of hippie sh tied together with a leather strap. It was as though the skies had opened and the tears of baby angels had come flowing down from the hippie heavens. Stevie and Tito stood there and embraced for the longest time as they whispered flower child sh to each other. Stevie was now late for her appearance, but the sheer glow of her embrace with Tito kept us all warm. As she entered the control room, tightly embracing her beat-knit bag, she announced she was going to sing. And without skipping a beat, Lindsay had his guitar back in his hands and started warming up again. Stevie stood at the microphone, clutching the leather pouch Tito had given her, and poured forth the most breathtaking rendition of Landslide one could ever hope to hear. Stevie wrote that song prior to Fleetwood Mac when she and Lindsay were a couple of musicians who were romantically involved. She was torn between leaving him and returning to school or staying. She said her personal life at the time felt like a landslide. And now she is singing this piece of her heart accompanied on guitar by the same guy she wrote the song about. No matter how you slice it, Moments like this simply don't come around, ever. I took my love and I took it down Climbed a mountain and I turned around Hills, till the landslide brought me down Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can the child within my heart rise above? Can I sail through the changing I don't know. 
Example of kind of what you're going to get. I, I, I do have one question. Yes, sir. Oh my God, what the hell was in that bag that Tito gave? <laughs> you don't. You never knew. Because I, 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 oh I got a very I'm special. Crying. I got a very special guest on the phone. Hello, Tito. Hey, how's it going, you guys? Hello, Mark, my brother. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh my God. Wait. Did yep. you know this was happening? I knew this was happening. Oh my God. Tito. Tito. Mark, how's it going, Bob? All right. First of all, calm down, dude. You gave Los Angeles one of the great moments in music when it never. What was in the bag? <laughs> dude. Wait, Tito. Let me let me tell you this story. True story. The reason that Lindsay and Stevie were there were to promote a show that weekend at somewhere, I don't know. It was in L.A. The, right. the, the night of the show, Stevie, I don't know what was going on with her. She called the switchboard and asked to speak to Tito. <laughs> Stevie Nicks did. And Tito wasn't there. Dude, what are you doing? What is going on? Right now, I'm just hanging out, just loving the show, man, and uh, not necessarily the knock-knock jokes I heard earlier, but, but everything else is great. Tito, my God, dude, your association with the show, you just brought a great hippie vibe. I loved every ounce of you, and there were quite a few, uh, but I absolutely adored you, and it is so good. You're doing good, life good? Life is great, man. I'm taking, you know, right now I'm, I'm putting things on hold. I'm taking care of my mom, which is absolutely wonderful because she's my best pal in the world, you know. Oh, has a great oh. sense of humor like you guys, man. That's for sure. See, But see, in Spanish. That, that's <laughs> who this like, guy um, is. That's who Tito. All, that vibe was every freaking day. Tito, God, <laughs> I love you to death. So good to I hear I love you, voice. man. 
That's, I love you, man. See, that's Mark, deep. you're the greatest. And the only reason I was there is because you let me in your house, my brother, man. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. I mean, you, you, you let this hippie guy that was right out of the, 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 the parking lot scene from the Grateful Dead and walked right on in there. And I'm like, whoa, how'd I get here, man? You know, and then like, it was just nothing, nothing but like, I still think back on that. And I'm like, man, did that really happen? Or did I'm just like tripping on something, man? But that was, it happened. Tito, awesome, listen, man. listen, I'll, I'll part with this. One morning I parked in the parking lot and I was I parked <laughs> beside your car. I didn't realize it. And I, as I got out of my car, I looked into yours. And the things that were piled in that car, I, it scarred me. I, I, still, I, I don't need it. Tito, I love you, man. Listen, the I best, love you too, man. The best it was my car collage of brilliance, man. <laughs> but Tito, I mean, seriously, what was in the bag that you gave Stevie Nicks? Okay, man. Um, uh, my friend Lana put it together for me because I asked a bunch of hippies to put stuff together for her, but Lana is the only one that came through. And it was a Buckeye nut, um, crystals that she found on uh, some um, uh, love ride. She went on a motorcycle with her boyfriend and uh, some seashells and a feather and a note that she wrote to me that my friend wrote to me saying, hey, um, and she gave a rundown of what was in there. And she's like, um, I hope this brings Miss Stevie peace, love, and harmony. Love, Lana, right? And I stuck the note in there. And when Stevie, after, you know, we, we met at the door and I gave it to her. And wow, we held hands for a second. And she had the most softest, most wonderful hands I will ever feel in my life. And, um, and she took it in there and she read the note. And I saw her react to that whole thing. So it was... It was a moment. I could honestly say we were soulmates for like three hours. Dude, more <laughs> wow. than three. You saved the day, dude. That place dude, was, it was awesome. <laughs> she came in and she was laughing with you guys and everything. I just remember like the levity that hit and everything. It was like, it was awesome, man. But Mark, remember, I gave you uh, a, <laughs> a medicine bag like uh, a couple months after that. Yeah, yeah, I threw it out. <laughs> Back then, it would have gotten you a nice fat ticket, you know? Tito, I love you. The very best to your mom, and Merry frickin' Christmas to you. To you, man. I love you. God bless you, man. And you're doing everything right. And all the four-legged critters love you back, man, okay? The best You guys are awesome. And Heidi and Frank, God bless you guys, man. Thank you for continuing and being the fantasis of what's going on in everyday lives. Oh, thank Listen, you, Tito. One of the great you guys are, in the world. You guys are thank awesome. Thank you, Tito, for getting up this morning and hanging out with us and being the surprise for Mark. All right, so. Well, anytime, man. I didn't get up. I couldn't sleep at all last night. So it was. Uh, I, I knew this was coming. And Jordan, I'll see you soon, brother. All right, see you, Tito. If you need any help sleeping, I got a bag for you. All right, Tito. <laughs> you got it, man. So. I, I, I know. Hang my, out, man. Thanks, man. All right. God bless you guys. Thanks, Take care, Tito, man. You too. What I, a guy. Right on, I know my uh, my time is ticking, so I want to. Uh, uh, the 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 uh, this is self published. I, I was writing the book, and I was thinking I was going to go to publishing and submit and see if I could get the call. And I read that in the publishing world, for the rest of us, for us, if we if you write a book, if I write a book, and you're lucky enough to get that call. Uh, that says we want to put your book out. The average deal is, as the writer, I would get seven percent. Publishing takes ninety three. What? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a fact. And, it's like this place. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point. I knew that I wasn't doing that.
So this is self-published. We're taking every dime ourselves. And so it's the ebook, the audio book, the hardcover while they last, the soft cover. Every penny is going to this uh, foundation that Allison Eastwood has put together. Mm. And uh, so we feel really special about it. We feel like we're doing a good thing, and, and we are, and it helps us sleep better. And so what I'm saying to any of you, if I can talk you into buying this incredibly boring pile of garbage book, <laughs> Your money is going to go do a great thing. I don't need a villa in France. I don't need a yacht. I have a pontoon boat that works just fine. Thank <laughs> you. So oh, yeah. if I can talk you into that, that that would really make my day. Mark, uh, I was uh, I I bought your book. I know you you left a copy for me, but I did buy it the day you were on, and it came a couple days ago in the mail, mm-hmm. and I started flipping through it. And now what's going to be great for me is I'm going to download. Is the audiobook available right now? It is. Okay, so I'll buy that today. And it'll be great to listen to you reading it, plus the music. And then I have the book for the pictures of your yes. really amazing hair. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. Mark. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't oh, messing around. Oh, man. Ah, the mullets. The, uh, yeah. The, I, the bangs. Know, I would deny the mullet, but there's pictures, and, and yeah. they're, they're in the book. Yeah, they uh, are. They're in the book. I did. I spent my time yesterday look, flipping through and looking at the pictures and just well, kind of scanning it. But you know, I got today... A, the audiobook. I, I got a note from uh, Mike Sherry, who uh, edited the audiobook for me, and he was at the show Saturday night, and I was telling you what a moving thing it was. I got home, and there was an email from Mike Sherry, and he said, I know that you told me to submit my invoice. I'm not going to. <gasps> Uh, my wife and I have already set up a situation where we're going to make a sizable donation to Allison Eastwood, and my wife is going to volunteer for them. So that's what happened on Saturday night. The whole thing just blew up. Wow. And uh, again, since we're self-published, there's only one place you can get it. It's a website that I built for this reason. It is myadventureswithmarkandbrian.com. Soft cover, hard cover, ebook, audiobook, all of it available there. If there are issues, uh, let us know. We'll fix it. Call We're, Tito. Yeah, no, Tito will fix anything. <laughs> and, and most importantly, most importantly, guys, yeah. there's no other set of call letters that means more to me than 955. KLOS. And the fact, hang on, Jesus, pussy. <sighs> the fact that you. Hang on. The fact that you guys let me come in and connect again, it means the world to me. I know a lot of people say, hey, thanks for the time. Uh, you guys are my friends, and I, I, I really, I'll stop this. Stop it! How about those Dodgers, huh? <laughs> oh, Mark. Mark, thank you so stop much. Me. You know the door's always open for you. You are you got a heart of gold, buddy, and, and you have been an inspiration for, uh, for our show and everybody on the show and everybody in Los Angeles. So go pick up that book. Don't bump the record, kid. My Adventures with Mark and Brian. Myadventuresworthmarkandbrian.com to pick it up and, uh, and support. Become a part of that, uh, that movement that... Uh, and we all help. We're going to build that building. Yes, have, yes we are. Foundation. I have one question. 
Why do you people wear a mask when you're in the car by yours? What are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? Look in the mirror. You look like a freaking idiot. Stop it with that. Thank you, Mark Thompson, everybody. Oh, my God, we love you. Right, we got to give us some traffic. Oh, yeah.